This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. In this episode, we're talking about what school actually taught you. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to tackle sort of a common phrase that I hear a lot of people saying that, quite frankly, is just not true. But for whatever reason, we all sort of say it, right? This whole idea that school doesn't really teach us anything that's valuable in the real world, right? Like you hear it all the time, like, oh, when am I ever going to use calculus in life and whatever it is, right? And it's unfortunate because, and being perfectly honest, I used to think that way too, but it's unfortunate because there is so much that school actually teaches us beyond the actual subjects, that we take, right? It's not necessarily about your math class, your English class. It's about what those things represent and what you're walking away with having gone through that process. Because school, like personal development, is a process. Its job is to mold you into a certain kind of person. In our society, that certain kind of person is the type of person that can function in our society. School's job is to create that version of you. So we're going to be diving into four things that you probably didn't realize school taught you to help both sort of nip this concept in the bud of school being useless, quote unquote, and also to help us better understand what skills we currently have just from going through school. So hopefully this should be a super interesting episode for you. Now, before we jump into the full episode, I want to remind you of something. We are currently running the first ever Tiny Leaps merchandise collection. I know, I know. You've been waiting for it for four years and it's happening. Here it is. It's called Progress First and it's for that person who makes progress a priority in their life. So if that sounds like you and you want a daily reminder, something you can wear that can be there for you when the podcast can't, head over to www.shoptinyleaps.com right now. You're really going to love the design. So even if you're just a little curious, head over to www.shoptinyleaps.com right now. Check out what's there and pick something up before it all goes away at the end of December. Because I am taking everything down December 31st or really January 1st at midnight. Cool. So four things you learned in school and probably didn't realize you learned. Number one is how to clearly communicate ideas. Now, this one is critical in today's society. You see, years ago, many years ago, society was pretty much just focused on the work, 
right? The, the output, the actual turning of the knobs and the cogs and being in the assembly line and blah, 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 right? It's producing a thing. That was the most valuable thing in society. The person who controlled production, those were the bosses. Those were the people who made a ton of money. Henry Ford did not actually build cars. He controlled the production of cars. But that's not the world we live in anymore. Yes, there is still value in controlling production. Yes, there is still value in producing things. But ultimately, we live currently in an idea economy. We live in a world where ideas have inherent value. It's not just about the output of those ideas. It's the actual ideas themselves and how those sort of indirectly affect change in the world around us. So here's a perfect example. This podcast started as an idea. Right now, you can say, oh, well, if you didn't produce it and put it out into the world, then it wouldn't have worked and yada, yada, yada. And you're right. But similarly, if I didn't have the idea, it wouldn't have happened. There would be nothing to produce. So there is value in ideas in today's world thanks to the Internet and thanks to how easily we can get things produced and made You know, years ago, I would have had to go to factories directly and test out 20 different suppliers and so on and so forth just to have a T-shirt with my logo on it. Now, because of the availability of technology, I can connect with warehouses. I can connect with printers. I can connect with suppliers for the shirt all online. I can test all these things, have it sent to my house, try it all on, see what I like, what I don't like, make tweaks. I can do all of this without having to take a single flight. So ideas have inherent value in today's world. And school, one of the things that it forces you to do is share and communicate your ideas. Now, how does it do this? Those essays that you wrote, the books you read that you then had to summarize, the math problems where you had to show your work, the science problems where you had to think through how something applied to something else and explain that. All of this forced you to think about something and then communicate it to another person. That is what communicating ideas is. Now, maybe you theoretically could say, oh, well, I could do that before, but you wouldn't be able to do it as well because you would have never run into the obstacles that you run into in a typical school environment where you have a great idea, but you don't communicate it well and you get a D on your paper and then you revise it and you figure out, okay, no, I should have said it this way or I should have quoted this thing instead. You have to work through it. You have to take that idea and work through all the different pieces in order to communicate it effectively in order to raise that grade. Do not discount the value of communicating ideas because as we just established, ideas themselves have value in today's economy. We live in an idea world. We live in a world that is run largely by the ideas we each have because it's so easy to execute on those ideas. Now, number two, the second thing that school taught you that you probably didn't realize is how to connect with people around shared situations. Now, this one is really, really interesting because we are by nature social creatures. We are by nature uh, people who want to connect with others. But school, one of the things that it does for us is force that to happen. 
right? We're forced, especially if you go to public school or public college or anything like that, you're forced in a way to connect with people that you wouldn't have connected with otherwise. People who don't live in your immediate area, people who don't operate in your immediate circles. This causes you to learn how to do that, how to be in the world. Because guess what? When you go to work full time, you're not necessarily meeting just people who live on your block, right? You're meeting people who live all over the city. You're meeting people who maybe moved into that city. You're experiencing all of these different cultures and all of these different people and and all of their habits and routines and all the things that are different from you. And unless you had years of dealing with that, it could be overwhelming. But thankfully, school set you up for it. When you went to college, you probably dealt with international students. When you were in high school, you dealt with kids that you weren't friends with. But you still had to deal with them. You still had to do group projects with them. You still had to talk to them and deal with them as a human being. You learned how to do that through this process. If you had just stayed home, you probably would not have gained that skill. So that's number two. Now, when we get back, we're going to look at the last two skills that school taught you that you didn't realize. And I highly recommend that you stick around because number four is actually going to surprise you a little bit. Stay tuned. You guys know how much I value personal development and self-care. Well, there's a really useful app I want to tell you about that values those things as well. It's called Inner Hour, and their big mission is to help you find time for self-care. Inner Hour wants to make mental health services more accessible. So while you have meditation apps, mood trackers, etc., what they're trying to do is recreate the therapy experience as authentically as possible in a digital format. It's built by a team of mental health professionals with 60 plus years of collective experience and draws from evidence-based research in cognitive behavioral therapy, mindfulness, and positive psychology. And you guys know how much I love things that are backed by evidence and research. So that is why I'm recommending them. So here's how it works. You download the app, pick an area you want to work on, like let's say depression, anxiety, sleep, stress, anger, or maybe even happiness. You pick an area you want to work on, and then the app will give you a personalized, personalized four-week plan to help you improve that area. Pretty cool, right? To learn more, head over to www.tinyleaps.fm slash inner hour to download the app. That's www.tinyleaps.fm slash inner hour. www.tinyleaps.fm slash inner hour. All right, we are back and we are talking about four things you didn't realize school taught you. We've already covered that school taught you how to clearly communicate ideas, which is insanely valuable in today's idea-based economy. We also talked about how school taught you how to connect with people around shared situations, how to be in a situation where you don't know anyone, but you're all sort of going through the same thing and you can connect using that fact. And number three, school taught you how to think and form opinions. Now, this is a little different from point number one, which is how to clearly communicate ideas, because the thing here is 
you need to be able to share your ideas with the world. You need to be able to share it with other people. The only way to get buy-in on an idea is to tell somebody about it, right? Otherwise, it just stays in your head and does nothing. So having the ability to communicate your ideas is valuable. But the only way you actually form ideas, the only way you have those ideas to begin with is if you know how to do that. That is a skill. That's not just something that comes naturally to people. Like how many of you listening to this have ever said, oh, I'm not creative. Like, oh, I, I don't know how to be creative. Well, first of all, you're probably thinking about creativity as like painting or something, which is not necessarily the case. But very likely it's because you aren't spending time forming ideas, not because you don't have the skill, but because you aren't actually just allowing yourself to do that. Ideas start with opinions. Opinions start with thinking about something, thinking about a problem, thinking about something you just consumed, thinking about the world around you in your situation. You start thinking and then that forms opinions and, and, and ideas start to form and cluster around that. And you get that experience in school. Every single time you have to write a paper, every single time you have to show your work, every single time you have to think about a problem in math or physics or wherever it is that you are, every single time you have to take something in front of you and do something with it, you have to think and you have to form opinions and you have to try things and you have to test it and you have to fail at it and then you have to get better at it. And that process is what school allows for in a safe environment where failure really isn't that bad. And then finally, number four, school taught you, and this one is going to surprise you guys. You're going to be like, oh, wow, Greg is talking about this. School taught you how to operate within the box. Now, here's here's the controversial thing, right? So everyone says, oh, you need to think outside the box and do all these things, right? And that's true. You do need to think outside the box. You need, do need to be creative. You do need to operate outside the box. You do need to take risks and take your tiny leaps. But this is a big but. Unless you plan on going and living in the woods, society is a real thing. And it matters. It's that simple. Society matters. The only way you fit into society, the only way that you exist within the society we have is to operate within the box that society is. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't push the boundaries of the box. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't be creative. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't try new things. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't make progress in your life and try to do something impossible. You should do all of those things. But on a day-to-day basis, the box exists because it allows all of us to exist together. Society and its rules are there for a reason. It's good to push those reasons and test things, but ultimately, it's there for a reason. And the only way we learn to live within society is to learn how to operate within the box and school is a great way to learn that. Now, there are some drawbacks. We've seen stuff pop up over and over again about how school really just brainwashes you into like a nine to five job and so on and so forth. And like, there's truth to that and then there's not truth to that. I'm not gonna get into that argument right now. 
But ultimately, school does teach you how to operate within society, how to follow rules, how to 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 respond to leadership, how to take leadership. It teaches you a lot about the world around us and your place in it. And if you're willing to learn those lessons, you can come out on the other side with a better understanding of what the boundaries are so that you can push them. Because if you can't even see the edges of the box, how do you intend to expand it? So that's the four things that school taught you that you probably did not realize. It taught you how to clearly communicate ideas. It taught you how to connect with people around shared situations. It taught you how to think and form opinions. It taught you how to operate within the box. Now, are you necessarily going to use calculus in your day-to-day life? Probably not, but it's not about the calculus. It's about the thinking behind the calculus. It's about the presentation of your final answer. It's about connecting with the people in your study group. It's not about calculus. It's about the stuff required to accomplish that goal. That's what you take away from school. And if you're in school right now, I hope this episode has helped you realize it. If you are out of school and have been out of school for a while, I hope this episode helps you rethink what your education did for you. And with all of that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are listening to this episode right now. Subscriptions are the best way to show that you care about the show and to to help us keep going. So just click the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Thanks again, and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day.